Welcome to the rebooted Stormy Night Stories podcast. If you'd like more details as to what this new format is about, please check the description down below. Our story for today will be called The Jabberfin. As the clouds drifted across a lonely sky, those who lived among them looked down at the prosperous land. Our story begins with a lone fisherman. As he looked at his shack from his teetering wooden boat, he continued to gingerly reel his fishing line. This was his 20th cast, and he hoped to not make it 21. His shack, which was made from birch wood, was a single-room living space. It contained a bed, chair, and desk, all having the rugged peculiarities of being homemade. Neatly outside was a garden with various crops ready to be harvested. His living arrangement was humble, yet efficient, as it was the only thing he had. The lake he fished in every morning was surrounded by waterfalls, which trickled down to what he called the surface. You see, This man lived on a chunk of land, or rather, an island, suspended in mid-air. Everywhere you looked, you could see others like it. What's more, below them were sprawling fields peppered with birch trees and houses just like his. Cerulean splotches of water complemented the landscape, and dirt paths connected the houses so that people could commute. The drop was too far for him to risk, and no one knew what kept these islands afloat. No one, except for him. As he started to doze off, he was interrupted by a light tug on his line. The surprise made him jolt awake and form a white-hot grip around his fishing pole. The line danced across the water as it made violent splashes. To compensate, The fisherman leaned back and forth, so that the boat never capsized. It truly did feel like a dance to him, and he was having a ball, for he knew that this dance would be his last. With a great big tug at the crescendo of their dance, a fish soared in the air and plopped onto his boat. Its black scales caught the sun's rays to create a beautiful shimmer and its golden whiskers were as long as its days spent on the island. Most fish would flop for their lives at this stage, but not this one. It just laid there, looking at the fisherman. It was as if the fisherman knew exactly what the fish was thinking, but didn't have the words to describe it. As they stared at each other, the fisherman slowly began to realize what he was looking at, and he didn't like it. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? The fish inquired. What's the big idea pulling me in like that? Gee whiz, you humans have no manners. Don't tell me, you put that grub down there too? Shameful. The fisherman stood motionless, with his mouth gaping open, before finally finding the composure to form a sentence. You're... Jabberfin. Bingo! 
the fish exclaimed. Took you long enough. Gotta say, I expected a little more from my kidnapper. I've been dying to meet you. The fisherman reeled his head back in confusion. You mean, you meant for this to happen? The fish flapped its fins to mimic a shrug. Okay, okay, you got me. I wouldn't be caught dead falling for a simple trap like that. Just thought I'd have a little fun with ya. The jabberfin is an extremely rare type of fish, only found in this region. Legends celebrate them for their boundless wisdom and striking beauty. Not only can these creatures speak and understand human language, but it's also said that the jabberfin possesses a power far beyond human comprehension. Or at least, that's what the fisherman's father always told him. But to actually witness one living in his own backyard, it was beyond explanation. So what gives? Why have you been doing this to all my friends? Doing what? The jabberfin rolled its bulgy eyes with contempt. You know... It motioned to a small silver object sitting next to the fisherman, to which he responded by grabbing it and raising it in the air. The sunlight caught its crude edges, revealing it to be a butcher's knife. This is none of your business, the fisherman said with a grimace. Oh, I think it is, buddy boy, considering you're about to make Jabberfin sushi out of me. The Jabberfin then made an over-exaggerated yawn and looked at the fisherman's house. Say, nice to see your old man Shaq is still in one piece. Don't you dare change the subject. And how do you know about my father? Pal, I've lived here since before you were born. I watched him build his little crafts, teach you how to fish, and you really want to sit here and destroy it all? I'm not destroying anything. I'm finishing what he started. As if the island was listening to him, the calm waters began to shudder. This soon turned to choppy waves, and before long, it was evident that the whole island was shaking. The few trees left on the island hung on for dear life as their trunks swayed like bendy straws. The leaves, the grass, the water... They all made an uncomfortable hissing sound to complement the craggy vibration of the earth. The duo, too scared to fight, focused on hanging on to the boat. And after what felt like an eternity, the island became still once again. You and I both know what that means, the fisherman said with a smirk. This island's days are coming to an end, and I'll finally be free. The Jabberfin let out a sigh that sounded more annoyed than anything else. I was afraid you'd find out. Turns out you humans ain't as stupid as you look. But you sure are dense. <laughs> Nothing you can say can get you out of this. The fish in this region have amazing psychic power. If a group comes together, the surrounding land will be lifted into the air. It's only when all the fish on the island are killed, that's when it all comes down. So tell me, am I wrong? Listen, pal, from one wise guy to another, 
You really don't want to do this. The fisherman brought down his knife to be inches from the jabberfin. That's rich coming from you. You watched both of my parents die up here. They starved themselves just to keep me alive. Unless I do something, it won't be long until I join them. Tell me one good reason why I shouldn't kill you on the spot. The Jabberfin, cool as ever, seriously pondered that request. It twiddled its whiskers and closed its eyes, and after a couple seconds, formed a devious grin on its fat lips. I'll do you one better. I won't just tell ya. I'll show ya. With a thunderous thwap, the Jabberfin used its fins to propel itself into the air. Before the fisherman could react, it landed itself perfectly on his face, like a wet sack of potatoes. And just like that, darkness was all he could see. Seconds later, his vision of the scenery around him was back, but something was off. Everything was there, his boat, his house, his island, but he could also see himself. He was holding the knife in one hand, and the jabberfin in the other. Everything was oddly detailed, yet fuzzy at the same time. Without a conscious thought, his other self swung the knife and killed the jabberfin. There was no blood, it just disappeared in a black smoke. And responding to the darkness was another tremor. This time, it was much more violent. The boat immediately capsized, and the water swallowed everything on the surface. Trees snapped like mere twigs, some of them falling onto the fisherman's house and farm. And all while this happened, the island was on a collision course for the surface. Once the island in the sky had crashed down to where it once was, not a trace of joy was found in the reunion. Everything around it had been destroyed. People fled from the scene, holding their children in hopes that this terror might never find them again. The fisherman didn't know where his body had gone, but everything in his soul was filled with dread. But just as dread had filled him so quickly, so did the white flash of relief as he was brought back from his nightmare. He had been sitting on his boat all this time, and adjusting his eyes revealed that the Jabberfin was still with him as well. It, you... you did this? The fisherman murmured. I guess your old man didn't tell you everything, said the Jabberfin. The other great power that we Jabberfin hold is the power to show ourselves and others the future. The fisherman placed his hand on his head, as if to stop an incoming migraine. I, I don't understand. I thought this was the only way. How could I have been so foolish? The Jabberfin looked at him empathetically. Life ain't a hallway, kid. There's always another way. You're not a fool for blindly going down the wrong path. The fools are the ones who continue going after the blindfold is off. 
Those were the last words that the Jabberfin said to the fisherman. As it backflipped into the water, the sun caught its shimmering scales once again, and with a small splash, it was gone. Once the moon had rose and set, the man was left with a task. With wild sticks and stones, he created a functioning hammer, and with it, he began disassembling his boat. Carefully removing the nails and organizing the planks by size, the man started to think that his miracle plan might actually work. The longer planks would be strung together in two straight lines, whereas the shorter planks would connect the two lines, creating a ladder. As he rationed out his nails, he wondered if this was going to be enough. But any time a doubt would infect his mind, the antidote would be the Jabberfin's words of wisdom. This must be the way, he thought, or else why would the Jabberfin show me that vision? With the ladder complete, stretching across the entire island, he slowly began pushing it to the edge. As it extended further and further off the island, it was getting harder to control. The ladder flopped in the wind with a creaky sound of bending wood. This was the moment the man knew he needed to let fate take over. As he loosened his grip, the ladder came down onto the surface like a drawbridge. The sound it made on impact was muffled by the distance from it and the soft grass it landed on. But the top of the ladder was not lost. It rested against the edge of the island, connecting the two points perfectly. The light of all the suns in the galaxy could not compare to the light of hope he felt in that moment. He wanted to dance, jump for joy, do anything, but all he could muster were tears of joy as he knelt at the top of the ladder. From then on, he treasured his daily commutes to the surface making friends, trading goods, expanding his farm, and of course, fishing, so that he can bring his catches back to his island and restore its power. His favorite part of his day, though, was looking over the lake as the aura of dusk permeated the land. This way, he would never forget the Jabberfin who saved his life. Thank you for listening to the Stormy Night Stories podcast. If you like what you heard, please consider checking the links down below.